0: Hello, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching video for you. This is going to be a word of encouragement, and I think you need it today. Oh, it's just a mess out there, and a mess in the realm of the spirit as well. And this is going to be word of encouragement number 29. Of the year 2023 I'm trying to get a word of encouragement for you So you can have one each week And I do want you to go back over 2022 and 2021 And I think I was doing them in 2020 You need help Every day is hard Each day we need encouragement Maybe every hour or every half hour It is not nice here There is so much stuff that causes us to lose our hope. Can't see the future. So much depression and sadness and death and pain and hurting. Abuse and rejection. Greed and hate. Jealousy. It's hard to imagine even a day without some kind of issue affecting us. So here in this word of encouragement. Number 29 We're going to be talking about a wonderful, wonderful topic And the title of it is Who Rewards You According to His Righteousness Just in the title alone We're going to be talking about a who Not a government Not a system Not a thing But a who. And we're going to be talking about getting rewarded. According to. His. Ways. His thoughts. Of righteousness. That means what he thinks is right. Not what you think is right. Not what you feel is right. But what he says. Is the right way. The right thoughts. The right actions. The right desires. To have. That's what we're going to give you. A word of encouragement. About today. We want to give thank you. To Zoom Pro. Who I'm recording through. Now I do not use a green screen. So things can happen around my hair. And you'll see. Into my background. My living room. Or I might point my hand. And it could disappear into the video because there's no green screen behind give me. I've tried the big ones, the little ones, the ones that go on your chair, the homemade ones. Nothing worked. It's very cumbersome for me. Took a lot of time to get set up. I am a very busy person. I have to get my mind in the right frame of thinking to record to find the right motion video by Pixabay. I've already been editing another video this morning. Fed some feral cats. Got up. Yesterday was a long day. A lot of storms, thunder, electricity went out twice. And I have to rest. Stayed up late doing some ministry with a lady who's on the board of directors of a national organization. She's trying to make decisions about her future. And she's frustrated and she's irritable. And being a pastor, they know they can call me and I'm not gonna talk to anybody. They can express themselves and they're gonna hear from me. They're gonna hear what I think spiritually is going on. They're gonna hear from me about leadership, about their purpose, and some options that they can take. I'm usually pretty good, but I sometimes I'm up till Early, early in the morning, after a long day of storms, so I'm a little tired, So, but I got up, and here is my first recording. I've got one more to do this morning before I get on with editing and lunch and other things. So here in this word of encouragement, out of Psalms 18, 20 through 24, written by King David of ancient Israel, the second king. Of that wonderful nation. We're going to talk about who. Rewards us. According to his righteousness. And before we get started. We want to give a big thank you. As I said to Zoom Pro. And to Pixabay. This is their wonderful motion free video. Thank you Pixabay. And we want to thank. YouTube. And Twitter. And LinkedIn. Those are the social media platforms that I'm on. I also have a website for the ministry at org. I'm not out on all the social medias. I do podcast out on many free podcast shows that you can get. Download the app and different ones. You will find all of those on the front page of the website on the left-hand side. It's all free. I don't want you to have to pay to, to hear and learn and grow. Your teaching is free. I'm a master teacher. I take on students, disciples. They're my children. And I sit with them, you, in the Garden of Eden, and I teach. You must have a lot of teaching. You must take a lot of tests and trials and be attacked, pass or fail. I've failed many of my own. A lot of this you will not get in church. You will not get in conferences. This is deep, personal, spiritual teaching that I had to learn to help you the Lord's way. I used to be a licensed clinical mental health counselor, helping you through ways of mental health counseling, the way of the world, psychology, medication. You are a mess. I worked with you in jails, prisons, treatment centers, crisis stabilization units, hospitals, rehabilitation hospitals, emergency rooms, groups, in the community, in the church, church ministries. I was out there trying to help you. But the way I was doing it to begin with was through mental health counseling. And I had to put that down and began the long journey of learning how to help you the Lord's way. Study, books, movies, prayer time, isolation, study, pondering, learning now how to do YouTube. I plan to go to Mars with words of encouragement to the moon. On the spaceship. Social media will travel. A lot of people are dependent on going to speaking conferences in the natural. Won't be able to go to Mars. Won't be able to go to the moon. To help people. So you have to learn. and Sort of step out of your old ways. And step into new ways to get your message out. Oh, I'm still traveling. Going into all the world. To all nations. To prisons to refugee camps. I can be wherever there's social media. A phone. Satellite phone. Yeah. I'm traveling. And I never leave my home physically. Then in the other realm, the realm of the spirit, I can travel wherever I'm taken, wherever I need to go to, to reach you, to get the job done. So here in this word of encouragement We're going to first open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are with us here today in the spiritual Garden of Eden, your place on planet Earth, where your spirit is, your presence is, where life was supposed to be all over the planet. But, Father, you've got it guarded now with a flaming sword and fiery sheriff. And you protect your place for us to come to and learn about you, and grow with you while we're still alive on planet Earth. We thank you for all those who have called to hear this video, to watch it, to listen to it, whether it's on an audio podcast, or on YouTube, or LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you. Father, be about your work of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 and their lives. For you said you only fulfill and watch over your words that you have spoken. For they are about your business. They are your heart. So you have sent Isaiah 61 and 62 into humanity on the earth. So do your work of your words. Give them a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision, that their spirits can be free of the miry clay and the flesh and the lust. So that your light. Can shine on it. And bring it truth and understanding. And wisdom. Be with us through your Holy Spirit. Your presence and your power. As you teach us. And bring us words of encouragement. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. This word of encouragement. Number 29. Is entitled as I said. Who rewards you. According to his righteousness. And we're taking this out of Psalms. From the authorized King James Bible. Who was written by King David. The second king of ancient Israel. Psalms 18. 20 through 24. We're going to pick up in verse 20. The Lord of King David. You could stop and just teach right there. It tells us which God. King David calls Lord. This God of King David is Lord. That means owner, creator, by creative rights. He is the owner. But people have stolen his property, kidnapped it against its will, and taken it captive. But king david realized after being with him as a young man out in the fields with the sheep of his father That this god he had heard about from his ancestors Was his lord And he would declare him in songs and poems As the lord my god Verse 20 the lord of king david King David of the authorized King James Bible of ancient Israel spiritually rewarded me. David is saying, Pastor Deborah learned spiritually according to my spiritual righteousness. God was going to look at me, compare me. To himself, He wanted to know my thoughts The images I had created in my mind What was my spirit doing What was my soul thinking, feeling What were the desires of my heart That I was seeking after What was my biological body doing So King David said That the Lord of him rewarded him spiritually according to king david's spiritual righteousness Mm -hmm. god's going to look at you spiritually going to judge you going to look at your deeds your thoughts your images your desires he's going to listen to you when you get on the microphone Up in front of people. Going to listen to you at home. What you watch on television. The music you listen to. He's watching. You know he's got taking videotapes of you. He's got angels. Writing down every word you say. Putting them in books. There's evidence. Can't hide it from him. So King David says. I know you're going to reward me. According to. My spiritual righteousness. Spiritually according to the spiritual cleanliness of my hands, my deeds, my acts, my words He's looking at you So is Pastor Deborah You know, I can come into your thoughts When you're sleeping I can see, I can judge you by your words that you speak on television If I need to be in your family I can watch you, and you won't even know I'm there. We got cameras on you. We're recording everything. God has angels doing that, not me. But when he wants me to know what you're doing and thinking, he'll tell me and show me. Cannot hide from me or this God, this Lord of King David. He says that he is going to be looking at the spiritual righteousness. Or unrighteousness. The cleanliness. Of my hands. Means the deeds that my physical body does. My acts. My desires. My words. My thoughts. And he. Will recompense. Give me blessings. Praises and rewards. Or not. King David did not say his Lord's mother was going to do it. Or that the Lord's son was going to do it. He said, the Lord. And there's only one Lord. The God that created everything. And God did not create the mess, you see. He didn't pervert it. Didn't change the DNA. That came through the law of sin and death. But the original DNA, the nature, all of the systems that rule, gravity, creation of clouds, sun, nuclear, the physical dirt, the whole biological body, that was his creation. He's the architect of it, but someone came along and perverted it. That's our enemy, Satan. He used us to pervert ourselves through the lust of the eyes when we looked at a fruit on a tree, through the lust of the flesh for our appetite, and through the pride of our life to be wanting to be great as God, thinking God stole something from us, keeping something from us. Because those were the very thoughts and how Satan himself came about. Satan had been Lucifer, son of the morning, son of the first age, beautiful creature. You can read about that in Ezekiel 28. But he started looking at himself, how glorious he was at this light coming through his jewels that were his body. And he wanted the glory that only his Lord, his creator, and God should have. He started keeping some back, and he would look at himself through his eyes and see the brightness of it, the beauty of it, and think how glorious it was. And he should get all the accolades, all the Emmys, all the Tonys, all the Academy Awards. He should be the top one in heaven. Then he started desiring for that. Lusting after it. And then through the pride of life, I'm the top one. I want to be, I'll do anything to get that recognition. We see that now out there in the world people wanting recognition for whatever they do, right or wrong. They want it. They're lusting, they're greedy, envious. So God is looking at you to see are you. Righteous. As he is. Or unrighteous. He wants to reward you. Wants to pay you back. Give you honor and glory. Blessings and praise. But he first has to look. Evaluate and judge. Verse 21. For I have kept. I have done, David says, supported, believed in all the spiritual ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed, left, denied, twisted, perverted, bring confusion, disobeyed, any of that from my God. When God gives you a truth, do you hold to it? Or do you pervert it? David is saying in verse 21. I've kept it all right. Now he did for a long time. But then his lust of the eyes took over with Bathsheba. He was bored. He wasn't in his place with his soldiers. It was hot. He was out on his roof. And he looked down on another roof. There was the naked Bathsheba bathing. Bathsheba was married to another named Uriah, a soldier. David was out of place. He was already married, had many children and wives. He was bored. Not what he was doing. Not focused on what he was called to do. Defend and protect the nation of Israel from its enemies. He was out of place. And his eyes saw this beautiful lady, Bathsheba. Knew nothing about her. She was bathing on her rooftop. And he called her. And in those times when a king calls you, you cannot disobey the king. So she had to succumb to his attack, his seducing of her, his sex with her over and over again. Then he discovered she was married to a soldier named Uriah. He lusted and desired and wanted her so much. Remember, he's already married. When you go back and study the earthly king's, that this righteous God said what happened, He gave him some rules. You are not to have but one wife. David didn't follow that. He got off into lust of the flesh. His eyes looked at that beautiful fruit. That was unpicked to him. Untasted. And he desired it. And he called it forth. Took it by his hand. Tasted of Bathsheba. Bathsheba became pregnant with a child. So David had to go and devise a plan to kill Uriah by friendly fire. So he told his trusted soldier, send Uriah to the front lines and let ourselves shoot him in the back. And that happened. Uriah died. He knew nothing what was happening. He was a faithful husband. And a faithful soldier to the country. Bathsheba felt bad. But she could not disobey her king. And then God spoke to the prophet. That was close to David. Told him a story. About a man stealing another person's lamb. Baby lamb. Killed it and ate it. So this prophet. I think his name was Nathan. Not quite sure. It's in the movie. David and Bathsheba It's also in the movie That David and Bathsheba is with Gregory Peck Great one to watch And then another one just called David And in the one David You will hear this prophet Come to David and tell him a story And ask for the king's judgment About a man who stole a baby lamb Of another ate it, Killed it and ate it What was the king's judgment And King David said that man was a thief And a robber and he needs to be killed And the prophet said to him, you are the man. David realized God had seen what he did, told this prophet. Awareness of what the deed was done was now uncovered. And the prophet told him, the child will die. It is a product of sin. You disobeyed, you are unrighteous, you had wickedness. God could not reward you according to your ideas. But yet David was handpicked, he was anointed, God wanted him as a king, but he got off. But David at this time, he goes, I have kept, this was probably written before Bathsheba came into his life. He said, I have not done wicked things. I have not perverted the law, I have not perverted God's ways. I have not left them nor denied them. Nor disobeyed them. Verse 22. For all his. The Lord God. All his judgments. Were before me. I knew the law. I knew what judgment. Would come if you disobeyed. In order to get there. You must study. Be taught. Be under a master teacher. Have maybe a mama in your life. You must Study this God of righteousness and his ways and his laws. And I, King David did not spiritually forget them. I didn't disobey them. I didn't put them away, set them aside. I didn't deny them. I didn't overlook them. His, my Lord's spiritual statutes, rules, guidelines, laws, commands decrees edicts you learn that from an emperor when he makes a statement it's law it's written down and you must bow you'll see that a lot in chinese historical movies a messenger will bring a written edict from the emperor you get on your knees to receive it then they hand it out to you and you accept it, and then you have to obey it, whether you like it or not. The king was law. The emperor was the lawgiver. He had all authority. Hmm. David is saying, I have not overlooked your spiritual statutes. I know them. I've studied them, been taught them. I know your laws. They've been taught to me. I've sat under your prophets, your teachers, since I was a young child. You showed me in nature when I was out in the field. I've read about your commands, your ordinances for me. Have you done that? How much studying have you put by yourself? Oh, you can go to the classroom, the church, a conference, praise and worship, have fun, enjoy it. Never hear anything. Have you read the book yourself? Or do you just praise and worship with music, and that's all you do? Have you looked up the words in the dictionary, in the Strong's Concordance, in Greek and Hebrew? Have you pondered one word, Lord, God, worship, praise? Are you sitting under a master teacher? My master teacher, who I sit under as a disciple, is the Holy Spirit. He's inside of my spirit. He teaches my spirit. My spirit passes that on to my soul. And I pass it on to you. I've had so many experiences in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the occult. The hidden world of darkness. I've gone places I've never even believed I would go. Done things in the realm of the spirit against the enemy of this Lord and righteousness. It's unbelievable. You'll hear most of those stories in the School of Light, in the Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1, and Volume 2. I'm working through the many different stories and tests and trials, my failures and successes. And in Volume 2, you will hear true stories of God at work through me and with me to reach you out there. Verse number 23. I, me, Castor Deborah's forever person, the real me, the spirit part of me, and my soul, was also spiritually upright, King David is saying. It is righteous. It is glorious. It's alive. It's accepted. It's beloved before him. Even in your horrible condition, you are. He looks at you and says, what I had started off so good, so long ago, is totally changed. You are someone else's child, Satan's. But through death, through the blood of my son on a cross, I will birth you again. Brand new. In some religions, it's called reincarnation. Mm-hmm. You become a new creature everything of your old life, every abuse every memory is passed away buried in the grave put in the sea of forgetfulness by myself in my own heart and you need to do the same he said the new forever person that spirit part of me and my soul after its transformation. Was also spiritually upright. Righteous and glorious. Alive. Accepted. Beloved. Before him. And I kept myself. From my spiritual. Iniquities. They're going to come at you. The temptations will be there. The opportunities to fail. Fall into. Lust. Lust. Sex, lies, deceit, have a wicked heart. It will be there, even in your dreams. But David is saying, I know that, and I have kept myself from falling. I have kept my spirit and the acts of my soul and physical body from unrighteous deeds. I have kept ourselves upright. I have kept ourselves glorious, alive, not trapped, and snared, knowing that I will be accepted and beloved in the heart of this Lord. Verse 24. Therefore, because I have done all of this purposely and with intent, has the Lord spiritually blessed, rewarded, recompensed me Spiritually, according to my spiritual righteousness, according to the spiritual cleanliness, my righteousness of my spiritual hands, my thoughts, my images, my deeds, my words, in his spiritual I said he is looking at your spirit to see its condition. He's looking to see what guides you. What does it, rules does it follow? He will learn a lot about that through your physical body. He can see if you are disassociated with multiple personalities. He can see if you're deceptive on the microphone, the TV. He can see what you are. Interest are. He can hear your thoughts, see your images. He can go into the holy of holies inside of you. Look at your walls. He can see the conditions, your thoughts, even if you're in trances and dreams. He's looking. He has Pastor Deborah look. We can hear you. We observe. He is looking for Your deeds Your thoughts He wants to reward you Show you off to all the kingdom of heaven He wants to partner with you In his work On planet earth He wants to be One with you As a father with a child In a family He wants to share his inheritance With you His inheritor His children But first The old you must die. A new you must be born again through a cross. You must grow like a baby we see in the natural. You must drink in love, truth, be encouraged. Have a mom holding you, cuddling you, comforting you. Your spirit. The old you that's coming through, the spirit and the soul, that must die. Give way to newness of life that is righteous and holy. So in your word of encouragement, King David has said, First, I know what your laws are, your statutes, your command. I know what you expect of me. And I make an effort to stay righteous before your eyes, even in attacks. And if I fail, I ask your forgiveness. And if I become disloyal and disobey, I come on my knees and ask your forgiveness. But, Father, I'm trying to be righteous in your eyes so you can reward me before all the kingdom of heaven and on earth with blessings and prosperity that people will know that I serve you and you alone. And that is King David's word of encouragement for us. Here, In this word of encouragement this week. Are you like King David? Do you know the laws of righteousness? Do you have a close relationship with God? Will you let him judge you? Yes, you, pastor. Professor. Bible school teacher. Business leader. President. Prime minister. King. Prince. Can you be like David? Will you let God look? Why not? Are you hiding something? This word of encouragement tells us King David had to allow God to look at him Spiritually Test him and try him And he failed many times But he knew to go to the Lord And ask forgiveness King David was not born again yet, spiritually. Did not have the Holy Spirit residing in him yet, because the cross had not yet occurred. God worked through animal sacrifices, human blood, animal blood. David's spirit was dead to God at this time. But God was working through the flesh. All the Old Testament is all shadows. It is what God is trying to do in the spirit, and he's showing us examples in the flesh. Study the Old Testament. Learn. So what do we do with this word of encouragement today? If you think you are righteous before God, he will bless you, but he's going to judge you. Not society, not your family, not your friends. He and he alone. If you're unrighteous, you've done evil, he'll see it. And you will feel the judgment of the law. You sin, you die. You will feel the enemy's attack. That's the law. He's trying to reach you. He won't do it himself. But the law is said. Humanity needs. Discipline. Many of you. Are lost to him. And you're in Satan's kingdom. You're unrighteous and unholy. And you will die. In that condition. But I got a plan. I'll meet you. On your way. At death. Maybe after you spirit leaves your body and you go to a place you're not expecting to go, I'll come see you and I'll work with you. Mm-hmm. On your way there, you'll see a cup of cold water. Drink it. There's a light shining on it. And if not, I'll come down there in that brimstone and fire and I'll talk to you and we'll make a way for you to be righteous and pure and holy in the eyes of this Lord of King David in the name of Christ Jesus it will be done Isaiah 61 and 62 will be fulfilled in your spiritual life and you will be born again. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get away from me in the womb or at death or in a coma or as you're dying or in jails or prisons. Not going to happen. I can visit you in the mosque when you're praying, when you're in bars, when you're dreaming, sleeping. I'm coming after you for you are unrighteous in his eyes to get you cleaned up so you can be rewarded and blessed by this Lord of King David. I'll see you next week on another word of encouragement. Bye.